Galnet News Digest, 25th of August, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, get yourself a new career. Tracks in the snow. Unrest as anacondas excluded. The Galnet Shill Programme. Get yourself a new career. As excitement mounts about the revelation that we will soon all be able to become scientists, speculation about the detail of what this entails remains tantalisingly sparse. We know that we'll be able to be exobiologists, and that we'll be able to scan plants using the Dyson scanner. We'll be able to collect samples and sell them for money and recognition. But will we also be able to scan and sample bugs? How about mushrooms and toadstools? How about algal slime? Will we be able to become geologists and wander around planets with our Dyson hammer, tapping on rocks? Will we be able to prospect for minerals and sell the details to mining companies in return for obscenely large amounts of credits? Will we be able to become exo-archaeologists and study Thargoid Guardian and ancient human sites using some other handheld Dyson device? And what else will you be able to do with the Dyson scanner? With its eight prongs, it's clearly Thargoid in origin, but will it be able to suck up pet hairs? All we know for sure is that we can all become botanists and that we can climb the career ladder all the way up from amateur to enthusiastic amateur through collector, researcher, scientist, professor and all the way up to market gardener. Tracks in the snow. Close analysis of the video released last week reveals that we may soon be seeing surface vehicles other than the trusty old Vodal Scarab surface reconnaissance vehicle. While the SRV is great for a quick jaunt across the planetary surface, it has some significant drawbacks which will ideally be addressed when we start seeing a bit of competition. The Scarab is light and agile, with a complex, all-terrain suspension, and it has thrusters that allow it to fly gracefully through the air. But it can only carry two tonnes of cargo, which makes it next to useless for collecting cargo from crash sites. It's essential for exploring Thargoid sites, of course. Its tiny size means that you can squeeze through the organic doors and corridors. It's great for collecting materials, but it has a puny little gun awkwardly mounted in a virtual turret, so it's hard to drive and fire at the same time. A bizarre design decision by Vodal that has not been reversed by Core Dynamics is that only starports and surface bases can refuel the Scarab, not your ship, which means that most Scarab drivers have to rely on synthesis to keep going. The Scarab is inexplicably good at getting itself wedged into tight spots, sometimes against machinery at surface bases, sometimes as a result of sinking deep into the soil of the planet. 
often the only way to escape is the reboot process known as logging into non-horizons, which almost miraculously returns you to your spaceship in orbit with your SRV intact. The Scarab cannot currently carry any passengers at all, not even a driver. You may think it's odd when you board your SRV and see a fade to black, but this is because you're not really getting into your SRV. You're entering a state of telepresence in which you imagine you're driving the vehicle, but in fact you remain on your spaceship at all times, which explains why, if your SRV gets destroyed for some reason, you wake up back on your spaceship. You were there the whole time. Quite why Vogel provides a full-sized animated plastic model of the Commander to ride around in the SRV is unclear. Given that the Scarab cannot carry any passengers, possibly the oddest thing of all is that if you have a telepresence guest on your ship, and if you have two SRVs in the hangar, you cannot let them drive one of the SRVs. In fact, your shipboard computer won't let you deploy an SRV at all until you've ushered your virtual friend to the virtual teleport pad and they've had their virtual atoms whisked back whence they came. Deploying an SRV is something you can only do alone. So, what sort of new surface vehicles will we see? Will we see the Lacon Type 8 surface hauler to carry far, far more cargo than the SRV? Will we see the Zorgan Peterson hoverbike or the Gutamaya speedrunner, far more exciting than the Scarab on the Pomesh Ridge Challenge? Will we see the Core Dynamics track-mounted cannon to really sort out those annoying surface installations once and for all? Will we see the Falcon DeLacy gas tanker to refuel surface vehicles on the go? Will we see the Manticore Mall, capable of burrowing deep beneath the surface of the planet? Will we see the Saud Kruger Luxury Coach, a form of transport that will allow a whole football team of commanders to travel together, banishing forever the lonely exploits of the zero-person SRV? And will we get the new Combine Harvester, that will make collecting samples for our new careers as exobiologists really, really efficient. Unrest as anacondas excluded. The Falcon de Lacy Owners Club is up in arms against the decision by organisers of the Colonia speedrun to exclude anacondas from the unengineered competition. Claiming it to be an act of discrimination, the club has vowed to take part anyway, in order to show Commander Exegius, ED Tutorials and the Buckyball Racing Club that they won't be forced to stand by idly while owners of lesser ships win all the prizes. In the engineered class, anacondas are already taking the top places, with the fastest times from Rebuy Prospect in the bubble all the way to Jacques Station in Colonia, coming in at only a little longer than it takes to fly to Hutton Orbital. The competition continues until the 6th of September. The Galnet Shill Programme Galnet News Digest 
Christ is pleased to announce that it is one of the so-called anointed and has received a huge box of electronic goodies through the intergalactic post and will consequently be shilling for the Pilots' Federation from now on. In the case of Galnet Digest, the goodies aren't actually electronic, nor were they received this year. However, we did get given a Planet Coaster pin badge a couple of years back, and we've been bought more than one drink at Lavecon. And so we're pretty sure that what's actually a complete lack of electronic goodies of any sort that have arrived this year must surely be an oversight on the part of the Pilots' Federation. We're easily bought. Next week, we'll be explaining why Powerplay is so good, looking at why so many people play CQC, why ganking is desirable, why community goals and interstellar initiatives really aren't needed, why it's better for all concerned that the Thargoids have retreated, why mysteries are unnecessary, why news is really a bad thing, and why Galnet really needed to be shut down. And we'll be explaining why the Asp Scout really is the best ship in the galaxy. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, sponsored by the Pilots Federation. The Pilots Federation, they're really quite good. <laughs>